don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for listening today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with. In the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fire darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. Then looking in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 1, beginning at verse 15. Then the king of Egypt spoke to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of one was Shipra, and the name of the other Pua. And he said, When you do the duties of a midwife for the Hebrew women, and see them on the birth stools, if it is a son, then you shall kill him. But if it is a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male children alive. So the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, Why have you done this thing and saved the male children alive? And the midwives said to Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women, for they are lively and give birth before the midwives come to them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied and grew very mighty. And so it was, because the midwives feared God, that he provided households for them. So Pharaoh commanded all his people, saying, Every son who is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. Verses 15 through 22, Exodus chapter 1. Father, we thank you once again for your word, your word which is the sword of the Spirit. Your word is, is the most powerful weapon in all of the universe and the opportunity we have every day of being able to put your word to work in our lives. Thank you for the opportunity to spend with you in prayer, praying according to your word every day. Thank you for the opportunity for us to spend time with you one-on-one -on -one as you speak words of counsel, wisdom, grace, and strength as we read and meditate on your word. And thank you for the opportunity for us to be both hearers and doers of your word. Father, anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer today. Empower us to be the praying church you'd have us to be. And anoint us afresh with the spirit of courage and boldness that we would be bold witnesses and ambassadors for your kingdom in every area. And in particular, as we look today at the topic of 
boldly standing for life. Stir us, Lord, to be the bold servants standing for life that you would have each of us to be. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer. Rick is going to share a word of prayer at this time. Father, we come today to exalt your Son, to lift high the name of Jesus, the one who is willing to die a terrible death on the cross, to be nailed to a cross, to die there for sinners like us. We rejoice in that great kindness, that, uh, that uh, infinite mercy shown to us today. We praise you. We lift high your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Just a reminder to you, um, the AFA a Resource Center, a, you can find it at afa.resources.afa.net. Excuse me again, that's resources.afa.net. I'd like to remind you about uh, one of the books I've had the privilege of writing entitled A Pastor's Notes, God Calls the Church to Send Boldly for Life, and it's a tool to help you as a believer to grow in your understanding of a a biblical a biblical understanding of the need for the church to boldly stand for life and stand against the tragedy of abortion. It's a tool that can help equip you and your family, but also a tool that can help you, those of you that are pastors and leaders in the church, to be better equipped, to better understand the issue from a biblical perspective and how we as the church are to be boldly addressing the issue, not in any way passive, but very aggressively addressing it as we're led by the Holy Spirit. So, again, the book is entitled A Pastor's Notes. God calls the church stand, to stand boldly for life. And you can get it if you'd like to get a copy. Go to resources.afa.net. We are blessed today to have as our phone guest today Omar Peters. He's the Southern Region Coordinator for Students for Life of America. Omar, great to have you with us today. It's great to be here, Pastor. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, sir. Privilege to have you with us. And if you would take a moment, Omar, to uh, further introduce yourself. And also, some of our listeners, many of our listeners would have heard of Students for Life, but then there are those who this might be the first time they're hearing about the organization Students for Life. So would you further introduce yourself and then tell our listeners what Students for Life is and what its mission is in our culture? Yes. Well, my name is Omar Peters. I was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, but from the time I was six years old, I grew up in Macomb, Mississippi, Um, graduated from Macomb High School, graduated from Mississippi College. I've worked for different organizations um, called the Leadership Institute, Turning Point USA, and now I'm with Students for Life of America. And with Students for Life of America, we are a national nonprofit 5013 organization that focuses on abolishing abortion. We believe, as as we do a lot of work with student groups, college students and high school students, we believe that this generation is the generation that can and will abolish abortion. We can we can and will abolish abortion in our lifetime in all fifty states. We work with those high school and college groups to defend the pro-life message on college campuses. We work in the community um, and work with a lot of community members within each of our different states. Um, Right now, we're doing a door-knocking campaign called the Campaign for Abortion-Free Cities, where we're going door-to-door 
telling people about their pregnancy resource centers and what services that they offer. Uh, we protect uh, life in law as we work with lawmakers, either at the local, state, or even national level, and trying to get either restrictions to abortion or Life of Conception Acts, or even as we're branching into now um, new new acts and bills that will fix foster care, fix adoption, um, and provide more resources to pregnant and parenting women. We, as an organization, care about both the woman and the child. Um, we want to save the child's life. We want to help support uh, pregnant and parenting mothers. We want to just provide that authentic support, that authentic love and care for that woman because she's going through a, a, a lot, especially if she's been through um, rape or incest or there is a situation where her life is in danger. We don't want people to think um, we're just pro-birth. We're pro-life in all stages. Um, we're focused more on the anti-abortion part, but um, we are pro-life in all stages. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, again, we're grateful to have you on the broadcast today. And uh, before we move further, uh, Omar, I want to ask specifically if you'll pray for our listeners to ha really have ears to hear what the Lord would have them to hear. And, you know, one thing I would mention is that I think many of our listeners, uh, and they may feel, be impressed to the Lord to become faithful prayer warriors and intercessors that will lift up the ministry, the ministry and organization of Students for Life. Others may wish to become financial supporters, and others may choose to want to see if there are ways they could volunteer, but there may be all sorts of ways the Holy Spirit would have people to get involved. So would you take time now to pray for listeners to have ears to hear all the Lord would say to them through the broadcast yeah. today? Yeah. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for just being you, Father. But now, Lord, we just ask that you open up the hearts and the minds of every listener on this broadcast today, Lord. Lord, let them be um, invigorated to take action, Lord. Let them take action after what they hear today about the mission of what we're trying to do at Students for Life, Lord, whether that be um, financial, whether that be donating time, whether that be just to be a, a fierce prayer warrior for life. Lord, just let, as you lead, Lord, the people will follow. So, Lord, just open up their hearts, open up their minds, and, and just let them be willing to listen. Let them give their ear to what... You, to what you have to say through me today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And Father, I too thank you for the uh, organization, the ministry of Students for Life. Thank you for your hand of grace upon it, and thank you for the many ways you have and continue to use it mightily to impact our culture for your kingdom, and thank you for the ways that you continue to use it mightily. Father, anoint the ministry with a fresh and mighty anointing, more and more stir the ministry to be the vessel in your hands you would have it to be, and Lord, Raise up many more people that would come alongside them in prayer to pray much for them. Raise up many more that will become financial supporters. And raise up more persons that 
you may be calling to actually come and to become a part of the staff or those that are part of those that make up the ministry of Students for Life. And Father Lord, use them more and more to stir young people on high school and college campuses to become actively involved in the great work of standing for life and helping to end the tragedy of abortion. Give them many more open doors and favor as they move forward in obedience and service to you. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. We do pray. Amen. Well, Omar, you said that you're the Southern Region Coordinator. So uh, what part of the USO do you kind of help to oversee with Students for Life? Yes. Uh, so as the Southern Regional Coordinator, I oversee the college groups in Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana. I am based locally in Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. All right. And so you help to uh, minister on all the co- the college campuses and uni- college and university campuses in these states, as well as many high schools as well. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, mostly dealing with college students, as um, we're as we're still branching, and I'm not talking about um, students for life in general. Um, but in the South, we're branching um, more on high school campuses. Um, it's mainly just the colleges in my region um, that we've. Um, we've had more of a presence on, but, um, we're getting into that, into that high school space. I recently did a high school and a middle school. Sometimes we are allowed to, uh, talk to middle schoolers as well. Uh, I did a high school and a middle school, um, separate apologetics training at a Catholic school. Oh, I'm going to have to jump in here. We're going to pick up right there on the other side of this break. Our phone guest today is Omar Peters. He's the Southern Region Coordinator for Students for Life. We'll be right back.
Music of BB and CC Winans. Love said, not so. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Omar Peters. He's the Southern Regional Coordinator for Students for Life of America. Omar, if you'll pick up where you left off, you were sharing about you were getting to, you're starting to work on, I believe you said, high school and middle school campuses as well. Is that right? Yes. Um, I facilitated an apologetics training um, at a Catholic school that has high school and middle school uh, grades there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very important we do that work in in getting even down into middle schools with obviously age-appropriate education, of course. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's important we go into those schools and those grade levels because, as I saw at a Catholic school here in the South, um, many of those kids were pro-choice and already, in even in middle school, were asking questions that um, I would expect from a pro-choice high school senior or college freshman. Hmm. Um, and that concerned me. Um, for one, I was heartened that, okay, kids are watching mm-hmm. um, what's going on around them. And um, while I do feel like children need a childhood, uh, it, there is a, uh, a process to where you start getting them more aware of what's around them and how we can do better as society, right? But mm-hmm. at the same time, um, the influences uh, that are around um, children it does concern me but that's where my organization comes in and helps um and trying to teach and trying to teach um pro-life apologetics to um middle schoolers and high schoolers and Mm -hmm. trying to at least expose them to pro-life thinking because uh their influences tv um the internet, social media, they're all geared. As we've seen, they're all, it, it seems like they're geared towards the pro-choice message. Mm-hmm. So it's part, it's part of my job to go around to these campuses and uh, at least expose them to uh, the pro-life message. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, something to really think about, the fact that even on um, Christian camps, college campuses, Catholic ca- campuses as well. You have young people who you would think would be persuaded by the foundation of God's Word, yet the fact is we live in a culture that's highly influential in so many ways and that seeks to use social media and television and radio as best they can to really influence young people in wrong ways. I, I think of this in in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, uh, a powerful verse tells us, Today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. And you know, there, there are a host of other passages in the Word of God, scriptures and or passages that clearly yeah. point out that Abortion is against the word and the will of God, no question about it. Yet, there is a need for the church and for individual believers, for parents, 
as well as ministries like the ones that you and I are a part of, that we really seek to teach and guide and mold our our young people to listen to the Word of God, the perspective and the heart of the Word of God about the need for us to stand for life and against abortion. So, again, we have our work cut out for us. So if someone wants to get in touch with you or Students for Life or be in touch with you, how can they do that? Well, um, as I said before, I do cover Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana, but obviously we're all connected um, Mm -hmm. on staff. So if Mm -hmm. anyone wants to get in touch with me, my email is O, as in my first initial, the letter O, my last name, Peters, P-E-T-E-R-S, at studentsforlife.org. That is my email. Um, my uh, work phone number is 540-656-3855. Um, you can also go online to studentsforlife.org slash southern region um, and fill out the contact info uh, sheet and I can get back to you that way. Also, mm-hmm. um, if you want to donate, if you feel in your heart to donate, um, and become a monthly partner with me or a one-time donation partner with me um, in my pro-life journey here, you can go to studentsforlife.org slash southern. So, not, so for donation, it's just studentsforlife.org slash southern and not southern region. If you put southern region, that's um, for my contact page. But please go to both pages. Um, donate. Become a contact. Um, donate your time. Donate your prayers. Don't donate uh, monetarily. Uh, we all we we appreciate anything people can give. Well, and again, uh, let me just say to all of our listeners, please make it your goal. Something that absolutely every listener can do is pray for Students for Life and for ministries like Students for Life that are very much on the front lines of standing for life and helping to end the tragedy of abortion. You know, yeah. Omar, I think of this that. Even now, as we speak, of course, heavily in the news is, of course, the the whole the whole issues behind the leak, the Supreme Court leak that happened just a few days ago, and that many seem to be so loud and boisterous who are on the other side, as if the yeah. tragedy of abortion is something that they need to keep. Well, you know, we know that Roe v. Wade should have never happened to begin with. It it basically exactly. legalized the murdering of children in the womb. It was a tragic ruling should have never happened. Yet, sadly, we live in a day and time where too many people seem to support the tragic murdering of children in the womb that we call abortion. Any thoughts that come to mind that you'd like to share about that issue? Plenty of thoughts. Um, uh, And when I say plenty, I mean plenty. Um, For one, uh, about the leak itself, it's an egregious breach on trust. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Supreme Court was the last institution that had a um, a bit of trust built between the people and the institution and within the institution between the justices and their clerks themselves. For someone to have done this, uh, this it, basically, I, I call it as this is something they would be nailed to a cross for um, because that that's exactly what they've done for their own legal career. Um, probably any career they can get, um, whoever this leaker may be. 
but um, it it was a breach on trust and it was a knock and uh, an attack on democracy and freedom. Um, but now, of course, I will say, will I be happy with what may be the result? Sure, yes, of course. I want Roe v. Wade overturned. Um, but you're right, uh, Pastor. It should have never been uh, decided that way in the first place. Um, constitutionally speaking, there is no constitutional right in abortion. Um, let me make that perfectly clear. There's no constitutional right to an abortion. Um, they, uh, the abortion advocates in 1973 said that uh, they used 14th Amendment for their own purposes. That's not what the 14th Amendment was for. It was to guarantee citizenship to everybody that was born in the United States to grab former slaves into citizenship of the United States of America. So to use that to justify the killing, especially the killing of these uh, folks that were former uh, slaves to kill their descendants, um, <laughs> you know, uh, that in it of it is a travesty itself. Um, the the actual case and the decision itself. Um, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg, former Justice Ginsburg, uh, while she agreed with abortion, she didn't agree with Roe. Um, the person that even uh, was the plaintiff in Roe <clears throat> and Doe v. Bolton, they have both since repented. Um, I can't remember their names, their actual names, because um, those were pseudonyms. Mm -hmm. um, if if you want, if you bring a case before the court and you don't want to use your real name, you can't use a pseudonym. Um, it's usually Jane Doe, but it it was a typo with Roe, so it was Jane Roe. Um, and those and that was just a ticket for our listeners. But anyway, um, those women that were the plaintiffs, they have since repented and have dedicated their lives. Um, I think one or both of them have probably passed on now, but um, they dedicated the rest of their lives to overturning those decisions. And mm -hmm. I think that's noteworthy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so again, uh, I'm still praying for these justices, but I think it, this had the adverse effect. I think it will not. It, it may strengthen the justices. I think we may even see Roberts flip his vote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to be honest with you, um, just because of this. Well, and you know, it's it's helpful for us as believers to understand that there's, there's an intense spiritual warfare surrounding the issue, the life issue, so tremendously so. And the reality is God's Word is very, very clear that it's against the Word and the will of God to take the life of an unborn yeah. child. And, you know, one of the Ten Commandments says, you shall not murder. The word murder means the taking of innocent life. And so it's very clear. And I think of in Proverbs chapter 24, verses 11 and 12, deliver those who are drawn toward death and hold back those stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, surely we did not know this. Does not he who weighs the hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul, does he not know it? Will he not render to each man according to his deeds? Again, Proverbs 24, 11 and 12, and just a host of other scriptures that make it clear that it's against the word and the will of God to take innocent life. And so abortion is very much 
against the word and the will of God. Father, thank you for your sovereignty over the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for your sovereignty over believers all over the world that make up your church. Father, Lord, help us to be wise enough to diligently look to you in prayer, to trust you, to look to your word, to take a clear and strong stand against the tragedy of abortion. And we ask that you'd flood the Supreme Court with your mercy, your grace, and your spirit, Lord. Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over the Supreme Court and thank you for how that you're going to use them to help them make the right decision, Lord, in line with your word and your will. And more and more, help us as the church to boldly stand up and be the witnesses for truth that you would have us to be to help end the tragedy of abortion in our nation. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, Omar, can you share with our listeners again? Now, you've mentioned, of course, most of your work is on college campuses. Can you share with us uh, maybe some examples of uh, instances, you know, maybe just stories that you're in position to share that help us to better understand why it's so important to have a ministry like Students for Life working on our school campuses? Yes. Um, well, as people well know, um, our college campuses, whether they're Christian or public or private or whatever they are, they're, a lot of them have geared towards the pro-choice message. A lot of them have geared towards um, probably more unbiblical um, standards and practices. And so it's important we go there and just bring forth the culture of life mm-hmm. to those campuses. Um, I remember last semester in preparation um, for the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization case, Students for Life did a did a campus tour, so a campus display all across America mm-hmm. um, called the See Me Now Tour, which focused on um, a, a baby at 15 weeks inside the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it also focused on the Dobbs case and getting people um, to recognize what was about to happen at the Supreme Court, why this case is a good thing, um, also seeing the humanity of the child at 15 weeks. Um, what we did was, for that tour, and uh, Kristen Hawkins had a speaking, our president, Kristen Hawkins, she had a speaking tour mm-hmm. that went along with um, the campus tour as well. But um, we would have these virtual reality goggles, and we would show a video um, that was done by live action, which showed a cartoon version of dismemberment abortion. Mm. Um, Omar, we're going to jump in again here and pick up on the other side of the break here. Our phone guest today is Omar Peters. He's the Southern Regional Coordinator for Students for Life of America. We'll be right back.
music from the Murphys, the song Choose Life. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Omar Peters. He's the Southern Regional Coordinator for the Students for Life of America. Omar, if you'll pick up where you left off, you were sharing about the detour and specifically the use of the goggles you mentioned. Would you pick up kind of where you left right, right there where you left off? Yes. Um, it, I probably forgot to mention this tour was uh, during the fall semester uh, right before the Dobbs case. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were showing the video with the virtual reality goggles. It, it was done. The video was done by Live Action, the organization by Lila Rose. Um, and it showed this membermen abortion uh, in the womb, obviously a cartoon version of very, very, very much cartoon version. Um, and I was at the University of Alabama with this tour, um, and I, I witnessed a total mind change because we had a young lady come up to the table, um, saying how she was pro-choice and how we were wrong for what we were doing. And we, and we asked her, Hey, would you like to watch this video? Um, with the goggles, and she did, and after she saw what happened to children, she she started to realize that she was in the wrong, and um, she became pro-life after after watching that, Mm -hmm. Um, and the reason why we showed that video was because uh, a lot of minds change, do change, Mm -hmm. Um, from it, it from when you explain what an abortion procedure is, a lot mm-hmm. of pro-choice pro-choicers do not know what goes on in an abortion procedure. They do not know what's going on in chemical abortions. They don't know what they don't know how uh, these facilities look. Mm-hmm. Most of these facilities cannot pass a simple health inspection from the Board of Health um, in their state. Um, you know, there, there are people who are not even physicians performing surgical abortions, which Mm -hmm. can cause infertility. They can't cause death. People have died from this. Mm -hmm. Um, so when you explain all of that to, um, some, to someone at the table, um, you can witness minds change. Some Mm -hmm. people, they, 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 I know you mentioned Exodus earlier. Um, some people like, uh, Pharaoh, their hearts get colder and colder. And mm-hmm. all we can do is, is just give them the truth and pray for them. Mm-hmm. And some people, um, it, it it starts a process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to say some plants, some water, and God provides the increase. And that's very true here. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we're the first uh, pro-lifers they've actually met. They do their own more. Re- their, they do their own research, and that's we're praying for them. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just hoping that God uh, releases the truth about abortion to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's powerful to think of the example you shared of the young lady who was very um, passionately pro-choice, yet after she saw the reality of what abortion really is, um, in, in a moment's time, the Lord changed her mind and her heart. And the reality is that when people learn the truth, that's a powerful tool to use to help people realize that it's wrong to like to take the life of an innocent child. So thank you for sharing that, though. So, well, again, if someone's wanting to get in touch with you or learn more about the work of Students for Life or 
uh, would just like to make connection with you. Share with them once again how they can do that. Yes, um, you can reach me via telephone or email. My uh, work phone number is 540-656-3855. Email is O as in my first initial. My last name, Peters, P-E-T-E-R-S, at studentsforlife.org. Um, if you would like to become part of my contact list, uh, go to studentsforlife.org slash southern region. That's studentsforlife.org slash southern region. And if you would like to um, join me monetarily on this journey um, and become part of my um, my ministry team and donate uh, financially, you can go to studentsforlife.org slash southern, and you can donate online. All of our, uh, any donation you give is um, tax deductible. Mm-hmm. So uh, just, uh, so just remember you can get um, in a reduction in your taxes um, by donating to Students for Life, but that is studentsforlife.org slash southern to mm-hmm. donate. Okay. All right. Well, and so, Omar, as far as um, the the ministry that, you, as you mentioned, and we've you've alluded to that you mainly work on college campuses in the regions that you oversee. Um, our time is almost gone. Our time sort of flying today. Uh, any uh, additional maybe testimony or stories that you'd like to share, or anything you want to share with our listeners to help them to learn better about the mission and work of Students for Life. Um, what, what I'll say is this, um, uh, we're in all 50 states. We work with over 1200 student groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a student group near you. If you're not in, um, my region, um, just get in contact with me. I can connect you to whoever is in charge of your region mm-hmm. uh, or what region you're in. And, um, we can get you connected into that broader spectrum of the pro-life movement, at least on our end. Um, Also, we do have a website uh, for anyone out there that um, may be pregnant and scared um, and you're just listening to this and you might have been considering abortion. Um, Help is there. Help is here. And we have a website called Standing With You. Dot org that is standingwithyou.org, where we um, show what resources are available in all 50 states, whether that um, is a pregnancy resource center, whether that is an organization that may help you with um, your monetary needs and utility needs um, and even rent, whether that is a food pantry, whether that is legal assistance. Um, we we believe that students for life, we can fix circumstances. We can help fix foster care. We can help fix adoption. We can help fix circumstances. We can help with counseling and finding um, authentic and pure counseling for people. Um, and we're and we're all for that. That that's where the next phase of pro life activism is. But um, we just believe that the taking that violence against um, an innocent human being is not the solution to the problem. Um, If if you're poor, you'll still be poor after abortion. 
if you're if you are a survivor of rape or incest, you you you'll still be a survivor, but you'll still be hurting. You you're still gonna have that trauma, mm-hmm. um, and then add it on to the trauma of actually um, it violently ending the life of an innocent human being. It, 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 it's still with you. So if, if you're out there and you need help, please go to standingwithyou.org um, and we can help you there um, okay. with, with all of our resources on there. Um, and I just want to say as a pro-life African-American um, young man, um, it's time that we re-enter the conversation. Um, it, it, it takes two to make one. Um, and we were put out of the home. Um, it, especially in the 1960s and 70s, we were put out of the home and you see, um, struggling black mothers, um, throughout this country. And that should not be, mm-hmm. we need to take our place as, um, African-American men. Mm-hmm. Take our place back in the community. Take our place back in, in the homes as fathers and as husbands. I, I, I'm I'm tired of seeing um, black women make this decision of abortion mm-hmm. because they're struggling because they don't know they don't have the help that they need. Mm-hmm. And we're and we're part of that. We are. Um, abortion is here because it is a reflection that society has failed and that men have failed. And we need to we need to step it up, especially as um, black men. We were targets uh, from abortion from Margaret Sanger um, all the way up to now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we want to stop this, if we want to um, stop black genocide, if we really believe that black lives truly matter, then those black preborn lives have to matter as well. And That's right. that starts by being strong fathers and strong husbands. And if you need help, the church is here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are so many great, strong, fatherly um, mentors out there. If you don't, if you def- never had a strong father in your life, that doesn't mean you can't become one. Mm-hmm. You can always become one, and you can always become better. That's I just right. wanted to say that as, as a black man. Okay. Well, Omar, I appreciate you sharing that perspective as well as the fact that you are taking a stand by being involved in the great work of the ministry that you're a part of with Students for Life. So thank you again so much for being with us as you, uh, you know, and taking the time to be with us today. And let me say to our listeners, as we normally do, before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you recognize that you have never made the all-important step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior. Today, I invite you to make that all-important step because in all of life, there's no more important decision than that of receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you'd like to make that step, would you simply pray this prayer with me at this time? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived You died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, 
come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you would have me to be. You said in your word, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life for you. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much would like to hear from you, like to be in touch with you, would like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow and grow strong and grow deep in your new relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us, and we'd like to share the materials with you and be in touch with you. Hope to hear from you once again. That email is joseph at afr.net. Well, Omar, again, thank you so much for being with us today. And share one more time your contact information if persons want to learn more about Students for Life or get in touch with you. Yes. Um, phone number 540-656-3855. That's 540-656-3855. Um, email O, as in my first initial, Peters, as in my last name at studentsforlife.org. That's O. Peters at studentsforlife.org. Contact studentsforlife.org slash southern region. Donation late studentsforlife.org slash southern. All right. Well, Omar, thank you so much for being with us and keep up the great work, all right? Thank you, sir. God bless. And to all of our listeners, please pray much for Omar Peters. He's the Southern Regional Coordinator for the Students for Life of America. And pray for the great work and ministry of Students for Life of America as a whole. They're doing great and tremendous work on college and school campuses all across our nation. Hope you'll pray daily for them. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.